about the world, what they will say. Encourage them. And then rebuke the apostasy. Rebuke the sin with all authority. Let nobody intimidate you. Once you have the authority of God, don't worry about man. What God is using you, when God is talking with you, when you are raising people, when you are hearing the voice of Yahweh, don't worry about the whole world. You just keep walking. Keep walking, David. Keep on walking. You will be shown the cloud is walking with you. Hallelujah. Can we begin the sermon tonight? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we begin this service tonight? One thirty, but don't worry. Time belongs to the Lord. I want you to enter. So he sets out a war scenario. He tells you if you had not known there is a war going on. That if you are going to preach this, even the church will reject you. He says the things you preach, however, are these ones. That the grace of God has now appeared that brings salvation to all men and begins to work in them to transform them to stop them from accepting evil and to open up their hearts to accept righteousness and holiness and that alone if you go to preach your first enemy is going to be the church because they are preaching another grace where not worries, everything goes, sin is okay. They don't it. And when you go to the world, the hostility is going to be worse. Oh, you want to ask me about that? It's unbelievable. I hear everything. They say, look, he's now coming out through the garage. Let us time him and gun him down. He's now not using the main door. I hear everything. But I will not change the gospel. We must preach it until the devil is handicapped and thrown into hell. And God's people are free to go to heaven. Can we begin tonight? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. So turn with me again to the book of Titus right away. What a beautiful night, blessed people. Swahili, they call it the Kesha night. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me position my Bible so we can get started. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's always a blessing to come to you. That's why I come to you with all my lungs. Because eternity is a stake here. If this can, I can snatch you from going to hell and give you back to Jesus that you may enter eternity into glory. That is the biggest achievement ever of the gospel. The pastors have chosen to preach politically correct messages. That's why their cripples are not walking. That's why the anointing of God is not in those churches. Only here. That's why if you sit them down and ask them for all 
told you are 20, how many years in ministry? 30 years. Which creep have you raised? How have you helped this country? They have zero. They have zero to present And yet here, almost every week a creeper is raised. A family is redeemed from the most unbelievable, deplorable conditions. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The book of Titus again. We are reading, blessed people. I want us now to go straight to verse 15, so we just launch from there on. And he says, again, I'm going to pick other versions now, so that I may increase your latitude on this matter. Hallelujah. The book of Titus chapter Turn with me there. Beautiful scripture. Has been so beautiful. It was such a powerful instruction to the church. And we are going to go through this because today we might even go up to midday tomorrow when the revival session comes. But allow the Lord just to flow. The spirit of the Lord to flow here and help the nations that are very hungry. South Korea, I hear you calling at 2 a.m. your time. The hunger is unbelievable. Calling at 2 a.m. your time. South Korea, China, they are calling Taiwan. It's already 2 a.m. before we start. And you are calling, say, please, we just want the two prophets of the Lord to know we are waiting. What an awesome thing. And there are two churches, two pastors from Taiwan, also who crossed over, who communicated with us, with their churches, Taiwan. So it's such a time in the history of the church. From Taiwan and Japan. And also there are two pastors from Japan that wrote to us who crossed over. It's a beautiful time, but if you look at the time zone, it's about 2 a.m. They are calling the radio here to tell us we are hungry. We are waiting to be fed. We want to enter the kingdom of glory. Taiwan, Japan. Yeah, 
Meaning there was a lot of that confusion. Some from the Judaism had infiltrated here. So there was a lot of confusion. From the Jewish religion. He says, they must be silenced. Because they are disrupting whole households. By teaching things they ought not to teach. And that for the sake of dishonest gain. And then down there it talks about false prophets also. Do you understand a little picture of the environment under which the Spirit of the Lord was saying, Stand up and rebuke. Something with you in that office. If in that office. You know that there is so much wickedness. And if the way you dress and execute your life before their eyes is your form of evangelism. Then he says, don't relent. And do it with greater authority. That they may see the light. If that is what is rebuking them, do so. And he's also saying, if you get a chance to talk to some of them, you have to talk to them with authority, complete authority, and he's empowering you pastors, that now you can stand up and rebuke your pastor's fellowship, the president of your fellowship, Presidente de Amistad Pastores, Alianza Pastores in Español. President of the Alianza Pastores, the president of your fellowship. They always call them the president of the pastor's fellowship. That's okay. So anyway, so uh, they always call them the president of the pastor's fellowship. He's saying, you can stand up and rebuke him if he's not pursuing the agenda of repentance and holiness and the coming of the Messiah. You are being empowered tonight. Wanaitwa rais wa shirika la wachungaji. Hivyo basi anasemea kwamba unaweza kusimama na kumkemea kabisa iwapo maandiko ambayo mafundisho ambayo anafundisha hayaambatani kabisa na injili ya Yesu Kristo. In that fellowship there is no agenda for the coming of the Messiah. Ikiwa katika ushirika huo hakuna agenda ya kwa ajili ya kuja kwa Masia. And he says the same scripture. Na anasema aliko hilo hilo. The book of Titus chapter 1 I'm reading 15:16. Kitabu cha Tito sura ya kwanza nasoma 15:15. And he saying. Na anasema to the pure all things are pure. Kwa wale walio safi kila kitu ni safi kwao. But to those who are corrupted. Lakini kwa wale waliopotoka. And do not believe. Na wasioamini. Nothing is pure. Verse 15. And then 1 Timothy. 
Halafu Timotheo wa pili. We enter first Timothy blessed people if you turn back like this you meet first Timothy. Tunaingia kwenye Timotheo wa kwanza watu wabarikiwe. Ukigeuka tu kwa namna hii utaingia kwenye Timotheo wa kwanza. Chapter 3. Sura ya 3. I'm reading 14:16. Inasoma 14 hadi 16. First Timothy turn with me there. Timotheo wa kwanza geukeni pamoja na mipale. And he says. Na anasema Again first Timothy chapter 3 giving you time blessed people. Timotheo wa kwanza sura ya 3 ninawapatia munde watu wabarikiwa. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Chapter 3. Sura ya 3. Once you are there. Mara tu mmefika pale. 14:16. hadi 16. And he says the following once Na anasema ifuatayo mara tu mmefika pale. Although I hope to come to you soon. Ingawa ninatarajia kuja kwako hivi karibuni. I'm writing you these instructions ninakuandikia maagizo haya so that if i am delayed ili kwamba nikikawia you'll know how people ought to conduct themselves utajua jinsi wapasavyo watu kuenenda in god's household katika nyumba ya mungu which is the church of the living god ambayo ndio kanisa la mungu aliye hai the pillar and the foundation of the truth lililoongozwa na msingi wa kweli just right there hata pale tu you understand he say mwaelewa anasema that the church of Christ ya kwamba kanisa la Kristo is supposed to be the house of truth linapaswa kuwa nyumba ya ukweli the pillar of truth nguzo ya kweli the house of god nyumba ya Mungu and is instructing na anaagiza the preacher mubiri the evangelist Mwinjilisi. you the minister ninyi wewe mhuduma you go out you are aware of this thing ya kwamba ukienda nje wajua kabisa mambo haya you cannot deviate from the truth you cannot present anything else ya kwamba uweze kupotoka kutoka kwa ukweli uweze kunisikitikia so, so, so all this is saying for purposes of presenting the conduct in the house hivyo basi haya yote anasema kwa ajili ya makusudi ya kudhihirisha mwenendo katika nyumba because he says kwa sababu anasema the house of god nyumba ya mungu is the house of truth ni nyumba ya kweli is the pillar and the foundation of truth ni nguzo na msingi wa kweli hallelujah hallelujah so even as he's sending you he expects that in your back the back of your mind you cannot deviate from the truth and the truth is that man has fallen to sin and man needs salvation Christ Jesus went to the cross he resurrected and he redeemed men all men need to repent and receive Jesus na ukweli na wakati anapokutuma hiyo anataka ya kwamba usije ukasahau hiyo ya kwamba ukapate kujua ukweli huu na ukweli wa mambo ni ya kwamba wanadamu wote wameanguka katika dhambi na Yesu Kristo alienda msalabani akafufuka na hivyo basi watu wote wanahitaji kuja kwa Yesu na kupokea wokovu na anasema kwamba kupita maswali yote the mystery from which true godliness springs is great anasema kwamba bila shaka yoyote siri ya utaua ni kubwa he appeared in the flesh alidhihirishwa katika mwili and was vindicated by the spirit na akathibitishwa na roho kuwa na haki was seen by the angels akaonekana na malaika and was preached among the nations akahubiriwa miongoni mwa mataifa was believed on in the world na akaaminiwa ulimwenguni and was taken up in glory akachukuliwa juu katika utukufu so so is setting up the doctrine the sound doctrine nikana kwamba anaweka yale mafundisho yenye uzima he saying before he sends you anasema kwamba kabla awatume so so is setting up the paradigm of the sound doctrine that is all centered around the redeeming work of Christ the redeeming work of the cross the salvation of the cross nikana kwamba anadhibitisha kabisa ile mafundisho ya uzima ambayo imedhibitisha kabisa katika ukombozi wa Yesu kazi ya ukombozi ya Yesu Kristo 
And he says, na anasema, and taken up into glory. Na akachukuliwa juu katika utukufu. So he's also pointing unto the blessed hope. Hivyo basi pia so anacomplete. Hivyo basi pia anakonyeza kwa lile tumaini lenye baraka hivyo ni kamilifu. And he says the book of 2 Timothy. Na anasema kitabu cha Timotheo wa pili. 2 Timothy chapter 3:10 and 13. Timotheo wa pili sura ya 3 mstari wa 10 hadi 13. That you however. Anasema kwamba ninyi hata hivyo. Once you get there 2 Timothy 2 uh, Timothy 3 I'm reading verse 10 on to 13. Timotheo wa pili sura ya 3 nasoma mstari wa 10 hadi 13. You however. Anasema lakini wewe. Know all about my teaching. Umeyajua mafundisho yangu yote. My way of life. Mwenendo wangu wa kuishi. yangu. Faith, patience. Imani uvumilivu. Love upendo endurance usehimivu persecutions mateso sufferings taabu what kinds of things happened to me when i was in antioch yale mambo yote yalionipata huko antioch and iconium na iconio and lystra na lystra the persecutions i endured mateso yote niliyosahimili yet the lord rescued me lakini bwana aliniokoa from all of them katika mambo hayo yote and so he wants to remind you about this hivyo basi anataka kukukumbusha mambo haya anasema that you are aware that on this journey you are going to be persecuted ya kwamba mnajua kwamba kwenye safari hii mnaenda kuteswa and he goes on to say na anaendelea kusema yet the lord rescued me from them ilhali bwana aliniokoa kutoka kwao in fact everyone who wants to live a godly life hata hivyo mtu yeyote ambaye anataka kuishi maisha matakatifu in christ jesus must be persecuted katika kristo yesu ni lazima ateswe so as he's sending you hivyo basi wakati anapowatuma there are some key pillars he's using to build up your mission kunazo laying some key pillars in your life that you may not forget that know that there is persecution on this road kunazo nguzo nyeti kabisa za msingi kabisa ambazo anaweka katika maisha yenu ili kwamba msije mkasahau ya kwamba mjoe ya kwamba kunayo mateso kwenye barabara hii it does not matter whether it's 2020 or it is then there is constant persecution na haijalishi kama ni mwaka 2020 ama ni wakati huo kuna mateso niliwapatia mfano ya kile ambacho huwa ninasikia hata leo na unajua kuna wanabiwa ninasikia kila kitu kabisa wakiongea kila kitu kabisa kuna mateso katika safari hii hiyo ndio ambaye anasema everybody that chooses to walk a holy christian life must be persecuted anasema kwamba kila mtu omje yote ambaye anachagua kutembea maisha matakatifu ya kikristo ni lazima ateswe na anasema hapa tena mstari wa 12 in fact hata hivyo everyone who wants to live a godly life in christ jesus will be persecuted is a guarantee yeyote anayetaka kuishi maisha ya utakatifu ndani ya kristo yesu lazima atateswa ni lazima while evil doers and imposters will go from bad to worse lakini watu waovu na wadanganyifu watazidi kuwa waovu zaidi deceiving and being deceived wakidanganya na kudanganyika but for you continue lakini wewe endelea in what you have learned udumu katika yale uliyofunza na kuyaamini because it says kwa sababu anasema you know those from whom you've learned it unajua kwa wale ambao umejifundisha kutoka kwa nani so persecution right from the time he wants to send him hivyo basi anaahidi kabla awatume he's telling you that this world will not love you anawaambia kwamba ulimwengu huu hautawapenda if you are going to preach repentance and rebuke sin kama mnaenda kuhubiri toba na kukebeka ulimwengu huu utawachukia na ndio sababu anasema that you need 
own authority. Don't give up. Fight on. Jesus will fight for you and you redeem them until they enter glory. That is your mission. Because he says, you know how the Lord rescued me from them. Persecution is the real signature that God has sent you to this generation. How can they like you if the church is doing the things she's doing? How can they like you when every nation is right now legalizing abortion and homosexuality? How will they like you because the Lord is going to tell you to rescue them from that and bring them to the kingdom of God? And yet God is sending you to show them the light, the way that goes the kingdom of God. The devil has shown them that way that they meant to enter hell. How will they love you? That's why he's saying, don't worry, the Lord will fight for you. But you fight, rebuke, and encourage, and be in sound doctrine. Don't change. Remember, the house of God is the house of truth. Hallelujah. And then he says verse 16 of the same second Timothy 3. All scripture is breathed. Is God breathed and useful for teaching? Rebuking sin and correcting them and training in righteousness. Look at that now. Just that verse 16 and up is very powerful. He's saying be careful the gospel is not yours. You cannot do what the preachers in Nairobi are doing. Where they open Malachi chapter 3 verse 10 they say now send 310,000 shillings. They take a scripture and use it for commercialization. He said no. When you look at scripture behind the scripture is the face of God. You should fear your audience is God. Okay, I say Malachi chapter 3 verse 10 he says that means you should he reads it and he says you should send him 310,000 shillings for whatever if you want your child to be healed or whatever it is they do they sell there you know everything I'm saying. It's an unbelievable environment under which he is sending you. It's a very difficult time under which the Lord is sending us as a church. If you're working in that office, you should know that God is sending you to that office. If you are working in that school, God is sending you in that school. If you start rebuking the teachers there or the students there, you'll see animosity. But he's saying, use all authority. Why? Because you have the authority of God. I'm going to come to you how that authority was transferred to the church. You have the authority of God. The scripture belongs to God. You have been sent by God. You have not been sent by man. 
He said, don't worry about what they say. You just preach because they don't know better. They are going to hell. So he's talking about the authoritative preaching. Preaching with authority. And you need the Holy Spirit. If you are a teacher in that school, I hope they know that you are talking about a teacher. He's saying first Timothy chapter four as we build on this introduction. First Timothy chapter four again. As we build on this introduction tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He saying preach your lives with power. He's saying evangelize your life, your salvation with authority. All authority. Na mutumia mamlaka yote kufanya injilisti, kutumia maisha yenu ya uokovu. Wacha tuseme tu vizuri hata watu wa Swahili pia wapate kufaidika. So anyway, so he's saying here. Anasema hapa. The book of 1 Timothy chapter 4. Kitabu cha Timotheo wa kwanza sura ya 4. Once you're there, we read verses 11-13. Mara tu mmefika pale tutasoma mstari wa 11 hadi 13. And say, command and teach these things. Anasema ya kwamba agiza na ufundishe mambo haya. Don't let anyone look down on you. Because you are young. But set up an example for the believers in speech. In conduct. In love. In faith. In purity. Look at that. That you should be an example to the world on these things. So as you are going, this is the instruction. The commissioning statement you see. says, that don't let anyone intimidate you. Anyone look down upon you. For any reason, whether young or what. But you be an example to all people. In your speech. In your conduct. In love. In faith. In Isn't that amazing, blessed people? Until I come. Devote yourself, he says, to the public reading of scripture. To preaching and to teaching. So again he says. So this is the brief statement before you are sent. 
hivyo kauli fupi kabla utumwe. So can we now look at Jesus himself? Hivyo basi je tunaweza kumwangazia Yesu mwenyewe? Can we look at Jesus how Jesus preached with power himself yes. with authority Tunaweza kutazama jinsi ambavyo Yesu mwenyewe alihubiri na nguvu na mamlaka Hallelujah so telling you to do what he has not done Hivyo basi hawaambii mfanye kile ambacho yeye mwenyewe hajafanya You will find that he has facilitated you also Basi utapata kwamba pia amewawezesha Hallelujah Hallelujah so Turn with me right away blessed people Hivyo basi geukeni pamoja nami moja kwa moja watu wabarikiwe Kitabu cha Mathayo Matthew chapter 7 Mathayo sura ya 7 Geukeni pamoja nami kwenye kitabu cha Mathayo 7. Tunapoanza safari hii usiku wa leo. Tena Mathayo sura ya 7. Mara tu mmefika pale soma 28:29. Mathayo 7 blessed people many languages translating I know I'm aware. Mathayo sura ya 7 najua kwamba lugha nyingi kabisa zina tafsiri. Mathayo 7 Mathayo sura ya 7 28 29 Ishina, When Jesus had finished saying these things Yesu alipomaliza kusema maneno haya The crowds were amazed at his teaching Makutano ya watu wakashangaza sana na mafundisho yake Because he taught as one who had authority Kwa sababu alifundisha kama yeye aliye na mamlaka And not as the scribes wala si kama walimu wao wa sheria wala si kama walimu wao wa sheria what does he mean there as we begin this journey on preaching with authority te in an, this world je anamaanisha nini pale tunapoanza safari hii katika kuhubiri na mamlaka katika ulimwengu huu anasema that when jesus ministered on the earth ya kwamba wakati yesu alipohudumu duniani he ministered with power ali, and authority alihudumu na nguvu na mamlaka it was so much authority everybody could see ilikuwa mamlaka nyingi kabisa kila mtu aliweza kuona and when he finished na wakati alipomaliza they said wow walisema wow he ministers as one who has authority anahudumu kama yeye aliye na mamlaka not like the others sio kama wale wengine what is the meaning of that je maana hiyo ni nini he said that when they compared the scribes with jesus ya kwamba wakilinganisha wale walimu wa sheria na yesu the ones who wrote the book and the scribes and jesus wale ambao waliandika vitabu na yesu walimu wa sheria when they compared with jesus walipolinganisha na yesu they found that jesus preached with authority walipata kugundua ya kwamba yesu alihubiri na mamlaka even you and you go out there to preach hata ninyi mnapoenda huko nje kuhubiri it should be vivid and open and obvious to them that wow he preaches like one that has authority inapaswa kuwa dhahiri wazi na hadharani ya kwamba wao anahubiri kama mtu aliye na mamlaka and to find out where that authority of jesus came from na tutapata mahali ambapo haya mamlaka yesu ilipotoka and where your authority comes from you also na mamlaka yako yatoka wapi pia and he say na anasema that the reason they said so ya kwamba sababu ambayo walisema hivyo because the pharisees when they came ni kwa sababu mafarisayo walipokuja and the scribes na wale walikuwa wanafundisha tu juu na wakuonyesha yale mamlaka walikuwa wananukuna kunukuna aina hiyo ya kitu ili hali wakati Yesu alipofundisha waliweza kuona ya kwamba amedhibitika kabisa katika neno Eloquent in the world. Upasahau wake katika neno. 
and Titus chapter 2:15 instructs you must be rooted in the word. Even when you want to go and evangelize that office, using the way you conduct your life, you still have to be able to be eloquent in the world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is time. 